Welcome to the Get Fit with Masi podcast. If this is your first time here, my name is Masiel from GetFitWithMasi.com. I'm a certified personal trainer and fitness instructor in the Bronx, New York, and I teach hundreds of women online and offline how to get snatched, burn fat, and build muscle in all the right places. Today's topic is the 10 biggest mistakes women make when eating healthy part two. I'm Get Fit With Masi on all social media, and that's spelled M-A-S-S-I. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope the most, so if you like what you hear today and don't follow me yet, please make sure you do so. Use the clap emoji below to send me claps if you're feeling what I'm saying or learn something new. If you have any questions or comments after this podcast, feel free to at me on Twitter or DM me on the gram. In part one, I go over the first five biggest mistakes women make when eating healthy. And I'm just going to do a quick recap. Number one, paralysis by analysis. Number two, you're not preparing in advance. Number three, you're not tracking your food. Number four, you don't understand your food. And number five, you go on a diet. Mistake number six is restricting all week and binging on the weekend. So this week in my inbox, I received a frantic message from one of my new clients. Before she decided to hire me as her personal trainer, she had just finished a six-week intensive workout program that she got for free online. So her message said this, I tested a few of my rep maxes today and I can tell I'm stronger, but my body looks exactly the same in six weeks due to my shitty inconsistent eating on the weekend. I legit wanted to cry yesterday. I compared my before and after pics and they look identical, no lie. LOL. I'm like, wow, that was a slap in the face and reality check that nutrition is key. So here's the thing, ladies, getting on a diet and restricting all week long and then binging on the weekend to burn fat and build muscle is like building your dream home on top of a swamp and hoping for the best when you know damn well it's unstable. Eating healthy and being fit is all about building sustainable habits. When you're restricting your food from Monday through Friday, you're training your subconscious mind to believe that eating healthy is negative. This restriction is sabotaging your healthy habits because it's not giving you a realistic plan that you can actually stick to. And I know about this all too well because me and my homegirls used to do it. We used to go hard at the gym all week long, eat clean, eat healthy, swap recipes, work out together. And then on the weekend, we would decide to have our cheat meals together. And girl, this cheat meal turned into a like fiesta, honey. This was like a feast. So we would order an entire box of large pizza, soda, dough dots, Oreo cookies, ice cream, and some wine. Because, you know, we can't leave the wine out. And we literally would pig the fuck out. Um, until one of my best friends, Elive Laureano, who a few months later had become a health coach with Integrative Nutrition, I think that's what it's called, the organization. Um, she used to eat chocolate every single day. And she said she did it because she felt like it kept her on track and that being healthy was much more than just being restrictive and eating boring food. It was also about your mind, right? So mental health and physical health and diet are all interconnected, which was an incredible lesson that I learned from her. And instead of binging on the weekends, start thinking about how can you still have what you like during the week in smaller portions so that you can, you know, tap taper down on those cravings, see results, 
but also not have to restrict so much. So if you like wine, you can still have wine. If you like coffee, you can still have coffee. If you like cookies even, you can still have the things that you like. It's just about moderation and remembering that sustainability is what really matters in the long run. Mistake number seven is black and white thinking. So you say to yourself, I can't eat this cookie. I'm not gonna eat this cookie. Oh, well, maybe just one cookie. And then you say, shit. And then you eat the whole box. <laughs> and then you're like, fuck. And then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna just start this diet again on Monday. If this sounds familiar, you may be experiencing black and white thinking. So many women who suffer from food and weight issues also struggle with this type of mindset. So listen closely. Black and white thinkers swing back and forth between two extremes. You either see yourself as on a diet or off a diet, as being perfect or a failure. All you can think about is good or bad, black or white, all or nothing. There's no gray area to you. You even have trouble imagining that there could be options, compromises, or anything in between. So this leaves you living in what I like to call fitness limbo, where you haven't seen any results, but you refuse to change your very strict ways. And I wanna give you an analogy. So if you're driving down the street and you get a flat tire, you'd probably call AAA or somebody to come flip your tire around and give you something new. You would not go throw away your entire car. But what we do, if you happen to fall into this category of being a black and white thinker is that your objective is to be perfect perfect eater perfect body perfect wife perfect girlfriend and i want you to remember that perfection is impossible there's no such thing as perfect eating right and when we put everything in a perfection box then we start building up things like food guilt where every time we eat something that is quote unquote bad we feel bad about ourselves and we feel like it's a reflection on who we are and then that leads you to never feeling satisfied with what you do because even your small successes you downplay so if you're not feeling good with the way you've chosen to eat you're doing this all wrong Please let go of the need to be perfect. Mistake number eight, you don't swap, you eliminate. So this is similar to black and white thinking. And if your goal is to never eat pizza ever again, or to go to the gym for seven days straight, even though you haven't hopped on a treadmill since the ninth grade, then girl, your goal is way too robust. You don't need to be radical and cut out entire food groups to see results. So creating a healthy eating pattern is a gradual process. What you need to do to lose that stubborn fat is to slowly create a calorie deficit. And the key word here is slowly. So changing just a few eating habits can lead to huge returns on your investment if you're consistent. The goal here is to create healthy relationships with food. So if you've been eating a certain way your entire life, and want to change it, you need to remember that it's going to be a journey. And it's gonna take some time to build those habits into things that become just your way of life. 
So swap slowly over time instead of eliminating. Mistake number nine is you're drinking your calories. So many women haven't been able to lose those extra last pounds because they're drinking too much coffee, juice, soda, or alcohol. So if you've ever had real juice, it tastes very different from store-bought juice. And store-bought juice typically has a significant amount of added sugar and preservatives. Soda. Girl, if you drink a soda, you are really hustling backwards. Because, okay, so if you had a can of soda today, it would take you about an hour and 15 minutes to burn that soda off on the treadmill. And girl, I don't know about you, but I do not have that kind of time. And when it comes to alcohol, a lot of us are going out for the night. We're drinking our entire caloric intake. In other words, what your body actually needs to just sustain itself in one night of drinking plus the nachos and the dip you couldn't resist. And if you want to see results, binging on the weekends is not going to help you get to your goals, especially because alcohol has what I like to say, seven empty calories per gram, which in English means that those calories don't give you any essential nutrients that you are going to need to build that muscle mass that you want. So alcohol also has twice the number of calories as regular food. And what happens is we start to go hard at the gym, but when we binge on the weekends, we don't realize that exercise is one of the smaller components to your weight loss goal. Most people do not struggle with working out. What they struggle with is eating healthy. So it doesn't matter how hard you're working out. If your nutrition isn't on point and nutrition also counts what you're drinking, you're never going to see the results that you're looking for. So it's critical to become more conscious of exactly how much you're drinking when you're out and use moderation. And then the last thing is coffee. So I'm not telling you you need to give up coffee. But what I am saying is that coffee, the coffee in, its, in and of itself usually isn't the problem. The problem is all the extra shit that you add to it. So the seven extra pumps of caramel, the whipped cream, the Splenda, the half and half, all that extra shit is fucking up your goals. So again, be conscious of what you're drinking, read your labels, and use moderation. Mistake number 10 is when you hear healthy eating, you think you just need to eat lettuce. Sis, lettuce does not count. If you think eating a salad includes only lettuce, tomatoes, and cucumbers, that's the first problem. We need to retrain your brain as well as your palate and start incorporating more dark leafy greens into your diet. So greens are low in calories and high in micronutrients. And when you make greens the base of 80% of your meals, you're going to start losing inches ASAP. So the greens are going to give you more energy, vitamins, and minerals. They're going to make your skin better and make you feel better. So there are tons of greens that you can eat that are not lettuce. <laughs> I know a lot of people... Again, especially in the Latino culture, like every time I go to somebody's house, they're like, do you want a salad? And it's like lettuce and I'm like iceberg lettuce. And I'm like, no, that's not what I consider a salad. So there are tons of greens that you can try. And I'm going to just give you five um, if you've never tried them before. So there is arugula, which is one of my favorites. There is kale. 
uh, bok choy, Brussels sprouts, and Swiss chard. So these are five dark leafy greens that you can just add into your diet today that are gonna be more helpful than lettuce, iceberg lettuce ever will. So the nutritional value of iceberg lettuce is very low when we're talking about eating greens. And this is why I tell you that it doesn't count. So the next time you wanna make a salad, don't even think about lettuce at all. Lettuce, like take it out, your, uh, out of your peripheral, all right? Try the five greens that I mentioned in this number 10 and remember that eating more greens make it the base add it to different things saute it there's tons of ways to make it think outside the box all right y'all thank you so much for listening if you want to email me questions to be answered on this podcast my email is in the link in my bio on instagram maciel at getfitwithmasi.com if you can relate to anything i said in this podcast or you learned something new feel free to tweet me or dm me at Get Fit With Masi, and make sure to share this broadcast with someone who you feel like would find this helpful. And if you're ready to get to work and start one of my free challenges, go to getfitwithmasi.com. That's my website, and that's spelled M-A-S-S-I, to start doing this work. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.